Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Old Dog Soapbox Podcast with your host Norman Goodman, and I'm glad you are here with me today. Um, today, what we're going to do, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about um, one article I came across on Wikipedia. Actually, I was watching um, another podcast. It was uh, a Valuetainment, uh, um, and uh, one of the, the guys on the podcast talked about what Israel did in 2011 um, for one of their military personnel that was imprisoned by Hamas in 2011, a young man, uh, Galat Shalit. And uh, we're going to go over that, how they show appreciation for their military service individuals. Um, And we're going to also touch on the FTX commission hearing and Kevin O'Leary and... (laughs) And what he uh, is, is trying to uh, cover his behind. And then we're going to touch on a little bit about a story that I don't think a whole lot of people uh, know about. is Angelina Jolie, the actress, now leaving the U.N. after 20 years as a spokesman. All right. Um, let's get right to it. Um, now, you know, we talked about the uh, Brittany Griner exchange uh, that happened a couple weeks ago, and you know how I was I was kind of agitated about that, that whole exchange, how we just left a a, a, a military personnel um, over in Russia, uh, Paul Wheeling, and uh, we gave up the Merchant of Death for a a WNBA basketball player that uh, hates America, and she's a lesbian, and um, and she's a drug addict. And um, what uh, one of the gentlemen talked about uh, the exchange that Israel did for one of its personnel, military personnel, to show their loyalty to this uh, individual that served his country. Now, in Israel, you have over there, it's mandatory for you to serve in the military once you get to a certain age, I think 17, 18, once you graduate from high school, um, whatever the case may be. But anyway, it's mandatory. You know, you don't have a choice in that matter. Well, uh, this young man was doing his duty and they were over there in Gaza and whatever, going through whatever conflict, you know, that Palestinian and Israel conflict. You know how I feel about Israel and that situation. But anyway, what Israel did, okay, uh, Netanyahu, when he was prime minister 2011, what they gave up, and I wanna, I'm going to read this article to you for a little bit so you can see the difference in loyalty that Israel gave to its one military individual that was in prison for five years versus the loyalty that the United States government, the Biden administration did for its military personnel that's over in Russia and other places. Um, and this is right on Wikipedia. You can find us on Wikipedia. This is, this, is, this is not some secret or whatever. I didn't even know about this until now, uh, until today. Um, the uh, Galad Shalit Prisoner Exchange, uh, according to Wikipedia, also um, and called the Faithful to the Free. Okay, agreement between Israel and Hamas to release Israel soldier Galat Shalit in exchange in exchange for. Let me tell you this: how many people they gave up for this young man? One thousand twenty-seven prisoners, almost all Palestinians. And Arab Israel uh, Israelis, although there were also a Ukrainian, a Jordanian, and a Syrian, two hundred and 
80 of these had been sentenced to life in prison for planning and uh, participating in attacks against Israeli targets. Okay, now, I just read that to you. Understand this. They gave up 1,027 prisoners to free one Israeli soldier. This guy wasn't an officer. He was just a grunt. He was just a footman. But this was Israel's way of showing appreciation for this young man serving his motherland. All right. We had a Russian um, in Russia. We had a Russian commentator comment on the exchange between Brittany Griner and the Merchant of Death. And she's um, said, and you can find this right on YouTube. And she said that the, U- the United States citizens voted to bring home a black lesbian drug addict who could need who could not last ten hours for uh, ten hours without smoking hashish marijuana. And they gave up our countrymen, who we're glad to have home which they labeled a merchant of death. And they left their guy, their military guy, who sacrificed himself for the motherland, left him behind. And they did this all because of votes for the 24 elections. And that's why they got her instead of him. And and the girl just laughed at us. You know, um, Victor right now, Bout, it's over in Russia right now having interviews. He's having interviews. He's having a good old time. And he stated in an interview that America is not the same place that it used to be. That it's a weak country. Everybody's laughing at us right now because that's what we did. You know, we brought home a, a woman that totally hates America. She's flat out said that America was systemically racist, that America was was built on racism. She she bought into the uh, 1619 Project. She um, wouldn't come out for the national anthem. And she's a Black Lives Matter supporter, which is Marxist. And this who this woman is, just to admit, let you guys understand. And I said it before in my last podcast. So I wanted to let you guys know the difference between other countries and our country that how they treat their military personnel that was in prison, the way we treat our military personnel that's in prison. You know, Donald Trump had an opportunity to get Wheeling out of prison, but he refused to. You know why? Because he said that the merchant of death, Victor Bout, was too dangerous to let him back out into the world. And he Poured his heart out to the Wheeling family, but Victor Bout was that dangerous, and we could not let him free again. And that was the right move. But what we just did, we released this man back out in the world. I mean, it took them a long time to get this man. I mean, they went through, they were lucky to arrest Victor Bout. I mean, they went through a whole lot of stuff to get this man. And for the Biden administration just to cavalierly just give this man up so they can be liked and have favorable votes um, in 2024 is going, we are going to reap, we are going to reap the negative consequences of that. 
just letting everybody know. So I just want people out there that's not quite understanding the significance of what just happened. I need you to truly understand. For all of those black folks out there that's thinking that everybody is wrong for being upset about this thing, what happened with Brittany Griner, I need you guys to understand what really happened and what danger that we all, this country, is put into. When Donald Trump say, let's make America great, he meant America great. That's why he never sacrificed this country for Mr. Whelan, knowing that, the, that knowing what the Russians wanted, they wanted that merchant of death, even though him and Putin uh, got along, got along fine. But I mean, but he understood the game. His, his the people understood the game. They all understood what the game was. So they did not put us in that kind of uh, situation, which um, I appreciate that. But the Biden administration did that because, again, he's getting ready. I don't know if they signed it into law. The um, I'm going to call the same sex marital act, marriage act to make sure that all LGBTQ people can marry each other without feeling any fear of that thing being overturned. Even though it's an act, it's not a law, so it has to be voted on anyway. After the Supreme Court, you know, sent abortions back to the states, all of a sudden, um, I guess the Democratic Party felt like they had to protect the LGBTQ community. You know, so uh, that's what kind of world we live in right now, a distorted one right now. That's what we live in. So I just wanted to touch on that whole thing uh, about the Britney Griner and and that exchange and what we did and what happened and what's the difference between our loyalty to our military personnel versus someone else's loyalty towards their military personnel. All right. So I'm done with that. Let's move on to the uh, Kevin O'Leary and the FTX Commission and uh, this thing that's going on on Capitol Hill, which is, I was trying to watch it. It was three hours long, um, Wall Street Journal, and I'm, I'm, and I'm looking and I'm kind of laughing because it's a show. Because all of these uh, congressmen that's up there asking these questions that they um, want bank, uh, uh, Sam Bankman-Free to be held accountable, they didn't care about all that stuff when that boy was giving them all that money. They didn't care about that. They didn't care about his business practices. They didn't care about his profit, uh, 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 profit and loss statements. They didn't care about anything. You know, if he was following the rules or whatever, they were just taking that boy's money. Now, all of a sudden, they all trying to act like they give a damn about the American people. You see, none of their lives have been affected. They're trying to save face now so they can get those votes coming in 24 so they're going to have this hearing and then they're going to bring people up like Kevin O'Leary who in my perspective and a lot of other people's perspective felt like this guy got made a fool out of and he's embarrassed and he hurt his brain um, and, and he wants to turn around now and, bring, and bring, uh, blame it on uh, Binance which is another cryptocurrency um, exchange company and he wants to blame the collapse of FTX on this company called Binance which I think is ridiculous beyond absurdity because if the company was that strong it wouldn't have been anything if it was doing everything right it wouldn't have been anything that Binance would have been able to do to hurt them so but this is my perspective on, on Kevin O'Leary because I never watched Shark Tank anyway I never uh, watched that mess Kevin O'Leary, at one time, doing a Shark Tank, from my understanding, I saw it, I had to go back and look it up, where well, he blasted 
this young man for coming up trying to sell a Ponzi scheme and get financed for a Ponzi scheme. Laid into this young man. Laid into him viciously. Kevin O'Leary is a smart man. He is not a, a, a dumb man. He is a savvy investor. He did not become rich by being sloppy and uninformed. He has a team around him of people that dig and do due diligence. So it is hard for me to fathom that Kevin O'Leary went into this thing with FTX without doing his due diligence, except unless there's a catch, as my wife says, always more to the story. Now, Kevin O'Leary, from my understanding, received as an endorsement a spokesman for FTX, $15 million. And supposedly, he invested $9.7 million of his own money. And now, all of that, he lost that $15 million that he was getting paid, plus his $9.7 million. Here is a man, it's hard for me to believe, that did not do his due diligence on FTX before he invested in this company. But yet, this is what we are going to be led. Everybody, he's trying to, you know, lead people to believe that he did his due diligence. The company was solid, and that's why he invested in it. Um, I'm not buying that. My perspective on Kevin O'Leary is this, and I'm just speculating. I don't have anything to back this up. Okay, I'm just just me thinking. Was Kevin O'Leary used as a tool? by the CIA, the FBI, our federal government intelligence agency to invest his money into FTX, to lose his money into FTX because they already knew it was a company set up to to fail anyway, and then to come on Capitol Hill, blame Binance, and then cry for regulations by the federal government. This This is just my mind. Okay, because I'm just looking at this man and as I go back to his body of work and I look at his dossier and I'm looking at who he is, I'm thinking, no, this man didn't walk into this thing blind. There's more going on with this man and this whole situation. And he on Capitol Hill saying we need regulations because right now Binance is in in the crypto space and there are un regulated unregulated company he didn't seem to care about that when he was promoting FTX that FTX was an unregulated company and that Binance and all other cryptocurrency exchanges was was unregulated he didn't seem to care about that until he supposedly lost 9.7 million plus the 15 million he was getting in endorsements to pump that company up I'm not buying the story I'm trying to swallow it, but it just keeps getting stuck in my, you know, in my throat. Um, I'm not buying it. And again, I'm just speculating. I don't have anything to back this up. I'm just speculating. All right. That's that's all I'm going to say. I'm just speculating. I think there's more to the story with Kevin O'Leary than what Kevin O'Leary is doing right now because he's the only one that seems to be getting on TV and the news and talking about it, but I don't see anybody else Shaq made a statement which I found very um, disheartening and um, alarming for those people who follow Shaquille O'Neal he made a statement that he was a paid 
uh, spokesman for FTX, he really doesn't believe in the crypto space. So if he said that, I'm thinking about Steph Curry, I'm thinking about uh, the Brady, Tom Brady and his wife, and I'm thinking about other people that FTX paid. And from my understanding, FTX had paid as high as $30 million for a spokesman. Now, if these people didn't really buy into... Well, let's talk about Shaq for right now. Because Shaq, the only one that made that statement. Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Aristotle, as he likes to call himself. Um, if he were just a paid spokesman, and he really didn't believe in crypto... This is an integrity issue. And I'm trying to get y'all to understand this. Here's a man that has a large platform. There are people in bars and on basketball courts and in houses that's arguing with each other over who was the leader of the Lakers, Kobe or Shaq. Who you give the ball to when the game is on the line, Kobe or Shaq. Shaq has a huge following. He has people that follow him, okay, that hang on his every word. See, one thing when it came down to the Lakers, Kobe was a serious one and Shaq was the clown. And people seemed to like clowns. Because when, 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 when the Lakers chose Kobe over Shaq, Kobe caught all kinds of hell about, for that. But the Lakers made the right decision. Here is Shaq being the clown that he is and letting everybody know that he really don't give a care about the people who follow him. He only cared about Shaquille O'Neal. And if he was, and he is willing to be, and I'm trying to be clean about this, but I'm just going to say it. He is willing to be a prostitute and a whore for it, for the highest bidder. He don't have to use the product. He don't have to have any belief system in the product. As long as you give me enough money, I say whatever you want me to say. Okay. I do whatever you want me to do. How many people invested or used the platform of FTX and invested in the FTTs that was part of that was FTX digital coin because of Shaquille O'Neal? And how many of these people lost and was locked out of their accounts because Shaquille O'Neal said invest? with FTX. See, I don't think Shaquille O'Neal is as smart as as he think he is. Because he has to, this this right here has, if it didn't register to him, it it should have registered to him. That if I tell people I'm just a paid spokesman and I don't really care about cryptocurrency, then what does that say about you as a human being? Where's your moral compass? See, the one thing about Shaquille, and I'm going to use Peyton Manny and his brother Eli Manny and the Manny boys that's different, is that them boys had more compasses. They were developed differently. You never saw Peyton endorse a product that he didn't use or he invested in himself or his brother. He didn't go out there and say, I'm going to invest in Papa John's even though I don't eat Papa John's pizzas. You know, I'm not going to invest. I'm not going to promote this insurance company if I don't use that insurance company's uh, 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 platform or business. He used it. Then he was satisfied with it. Then he endorsed it. Shaquille O'Neal, Steph Curry. And I don't know if the Brady's, from my understanding, maybe Tom Brady invested some money in it or not. I don't know. 
But I know that Shaquille O'Neal said, and I was reading the article, he don't even believe in crypto space. But yet, he took the money and promoted it. And a lot of you people went out there and bought it based off of Shaquille O'Neal. Now, I've said this thing a hundred times. I've said it before. Maybe not in heaven, so I'm going to say it again for 101 times. Turn the TV off and stop watching these athletes and stop watching these, these entertainers because, again, that's all they are. Okay, put it this way. You can watch them, but make sure you departmentalize it and understand these are just entertainers. They're there to, there to entertain you. That's it. No more, no less. You don't, you don't go out and get financial advice from Shaquille O'Neal or Steph Curry or, or Tom Brady. These guys are just paid. Or, 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 I mean, now Kevin O'Leary. I mean, how can you now get financial advice from Kevin O'Leary? You have to question, because it's, because to be honest with you, um, I would say his brand is a little bit tarnished now. Uh, there's still gonna be some people that's gonna hold on to his, hang on to his voice, hang on to what he says. But for a lot of people, um, they're gonna question his his um, his knowledge. Now they're gonna question him a little bit more because of this issue. So um, this whole thing on Capitol Hill is a clown. It's a distraction. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Um, if if I was a lot of people, I really wouldn't. Uh, hang on that too much. I wouldn't waste three hours of your, your time trying to listen to this mess because all it is is a mess. I tried to do it for about 10 minutes or 15, and I was just laughing from the beginning. But I did see the the, the, the Kevin O'Leary part of it, and uh, I found that to be very comical in itself because Kevin O'Leary is a smart enough man that he should have known better and done his due diligence. And he did, and then now he's trying to convince everybody he did, but he got fooled by a 30-year-old a uh, 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 vegan vegetarian that doesn't feel like he should go to prison because he's a vegetarian. <laughs> and, and, and now they arrested him and trying to get him back over to the United States. And what's so funny about this, this is the curious part about it, how everything is just so, so slick, is that he was supposed to testify on Capitol Hill, but happened to get arrested before that time just before he was supposed to do that. And that's very coincidental, I mean, coincidental, right? He gets arrested so he can't come and testify on Capitol Hill. Huh. Now, I'm wondering, are they going to put him in jail and he's going to be Epstein? All of a sudden, he he hung himself on some imaginary sheets? I don't know. But I do know a lot of crypto billionaires have been coming up dead a month before the FTX um, debacle so there's a lot of stuff going on in that space but I believe it's to set up the crypto it's set up to it, it is set up to um, usher in the uh, cryptocurrency uh, the central bank's cryptocurrency I believe it's set up for that so I wouldn't give too much voice to um, a lot of this stuff so again just be wary about that. Now, let's go on with the uh, uh, Angelina Jolie uh, deal um, with her leaving the UN. Now, a lot of people are not paying attention or probably don't know um, about Jolie's relationship with the UN. 
She's been with the UN for 20 years. She's 47 now. And she's been their little pet for 20 years. Supposed to be going out there, you know, spokesman for the UN. And supposedly uh, being a spokesman of saving refugees and children from war-torn countries. Um, And now all of a sudden, I guess she had an epiphany because she is realizing that the UN's interest is not in helping refugee children, but their interest is to support um, large companies or countries or the most powerful country or most more influential com- countries. So she just had an epiphany, just found that out after 20 years. So now she's quitting. All right. I, I got to call BS on that because there's too much out there right now that tell too many books, too many articles, too many people, Chris Hedges, Noam Chomsky, Houston Mullins, uh, 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 Griffin, G. Edward Griffin, um, Carl Quigley's books. Too many people have written a lot of books about what the UN is all about. The Rockefellers donating the land and help to set up the UN during the supposed Cold War. And again, she's been there 20 years and she doesn't know the true history and the reason for the UN. And now all of a sudden she's disgruntled. I don't believe it. Not at all. She knew what the UN was all about. And I think what's happening is, is now they just done with her. You know, she's old, you know, almost 50. They done with her now. They need a younger face. They need somebody else they can pimp for the next 20 years. So they're going to put out a story that she said some negative things or was disgruntled with the UN and that she's moving on. And the UN saying we we'll really appreciate her, her long commitment to the UN. And But yet she's going to, you know, still do that kind of work in her own. It's BS. Angelina Jolie knew what the UN was for and she didn't care. And that's the whole bottom line. The UN is just, is, is UN, the, the, uh, the, the, the World Economic Forum, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Central Banks, the WHO, the FDA, the CDC, the NIH, the intelligence agencies, the Pentagon. Listen, it's a whole cabal, man. These guys are criminals. <laughs> and this is what this thing all about. And she knew it. And like I told, and again, it's back to that integrity issue. And a lot of people, a lot of women love this woman and think she's the greatest thing in, in, in the world. And this woman was just deceiving and lying people. She never, I don't care how many children she adopted. This woman, she don't care like that. They propped her up, made sure she was safe. And now she needs, she gets to run right off into the sunset. You know, so... Again, I, you know, these are stories that, that you don't see a lot of. I don't know if anybody knew about this or whatever. But again, it goes back to what I'm saying. Be careful. Be careful on following celebrities and people that they put in front of the television and on the radio in front of you. Be careful with these people, man. Just don't. Um, I don't listen to none of them. I laugh at them all. And it's, um, it's unbelievable that people even follow these people like this. Put tattoos of these people on their bodies, buy their shirts and whatever, and these people don't care two cents about you. So um, that was um, some of the things I want to talk about. I mean, I have a whole stack of things I want to talk about as far as uh, podcasting. 
But right now, I'm just busy trying to build the digital products on uh, and add more uh, print-on-demand T-shirt products on my um, Spring Store. Again, go to the Spring Store, oldogsoapbox.creator-spring.com. I have some T-shirts. I have more digital products I've uploaded, and um, I would definitely appreciate that. And I also have some products on uh, Amazon, uh, some T-shirts on Amazon. Still trying to figure out how to get up to the top so you won't have to filter through. But if you go on Amazon, I open apparel is what you have to put in to look for my products. Because uh, right now on Amazon, it's just, you know, you have people that's been up there for a long time and their products are going to come up first. And you had to go down a thousand blocks in order to get to my products. So it'd be kind of hard to find. But those same T-shirts that I put on Amazon, I'm going to put them on my spring store as well. So please uh, support the Old Dog Soapbox. I would definitely appreciate it. And um, if I don't, you know, do a podcast before Christmas, I want to wish everyone a very, very, very safe and happy holidays merry christmas okay hug your families take care of your families you know remember what i said you know if you have any beef smash it okay just smash it don't have any animosity no animosity at all but anyway that's it for me right now um i will talk to you on the next episode of the old dog soapbox podcast it's your host norman goodman signing out have a great holiday see you